Gibbs, 120 RBIs. Guys, we're still trying to replace Giambi. I told you we can't do it. We can't do it. Now, what we might be able to do is recreate him. Recreate him in the aggregate. The what? Giambi's on-base percentage was 477. Damon's on-base, 324. And Almeida's was 291. Add that up and you get... Want me to speak? What not point of you yet? 1092. Divided by three. 364. That's what we're looking for. Three ball players, three ball players whose average OBP is 364. Wait a minute, that doesn't look right, doesn't come out right. That's right, Artie. Billy? You gotta carry the one. Billy's. That's just down. Yeah. Who's that? That's Pete. Does Pete really need to be here? Yes, he does. Okay, here's who we want. That was a clip from the movie Moneyball, and if you haven't seen it, no matter what you're doing right now, you should probably just stop and and and, and download that movie off iTunes or, or, or whatever, because that is an exceptional... Whether or not you're a baseball fan or not, Moneyball is totally awesome. And the book is great, too. Um, not to sound like one of those guys is like, oh, the book is better. But either one, either one is terrific, and you need to check them out. And if you're unfamiliar with the story, well, first of all, shame on you. But secondly, it's um, it's basically involves it's uh, the intertwining of baseball and and math to some degree, where um, Brad Pitt's character is is it's a true story based on Billy Bean. Um, well, it's based on a true story. Uh, it's Billy Bean, the general manager of the Oakland A's, and he puts together a team using, um, you know, basically a, a lot of a lot of math and formulas, and, and trying to figure out how to build a, a great team for 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 less. And since its publication and the, you know, the concept in general, it just it's kind of changed the way that 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 general managers look at the way that they're building ball clubs. And this, uh, so it's been about almost twenty years now. And my guest on the one two three inning podcast is someone who's doing something something it's not, not not exactly the same kind of thing but very similar. Robert Fry is taking numbers and using them at the college base level in a way to examine you know uh, tendencies and patterns and data which can be utilized by coaches and players to improve the the output on the diamond. And there's a lot of resources on the internet right now where you can find Major League Baseball statistics. I mean, Baseball Reference is probably like one of the number one websites that I go to. But them and Fangraphs, who could use donations, by the way, because they're, they too are getting hit hard by all this coronavirus stuff. But that's a, that's a whole other story. But Robert has really focused his evaluation of, of numbers and sabermetrics on the college level. And he's doing it like, as, as I'm aware of, no one else. No one else. Um, the stuff that he's putting out there is incredible, and it's basically free. Or he, uh, I know he has a Patreon where, it's, I mean, I think if you just give him like a buck a month, um, you get access to some of his some of his extra content. And for someone like me, I grew up with the with the big Bill James baseball encyclopedia as a kid, and I would flip through it and just read all the numbers. And I mean, I have all these statistics ingrained in my head that I'll always remember 
like at the time, you know, 755 was a number top number of home runs by Hank Aaron. 4,192 was Ty Cobb's record before Pete Rose broke it. I mean, when I was growing up, I still remember the, the top five home run hitters of all time was was Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, Willie Mays, uh, Frank Robinson, and Harmon Killebrew. I mean, I bathed myself in baseball statistics every night. I just love them. So I thought an interesting interview would be with Robert Fry, and uh, I reached out to him, and I hope that you listen to this, and uh, you'll find it half as fascinating as I do, because I think it's totally top-shelf stuff. Anyhow, that's enough from me. Here's my interview with statistician, programmer, and baseball connoisseur, Robert Fry. I would say I found you on Twitter because you started putting up things in regards to base. Like I think the first thing I saw that you put up that was interesting to me was some NIA baseball stats. Yeah, so I I started off with that. Um, actually, before that, I started off with Division Two baseball stats, and then kind of migrated over to NIA. And right now, what I do is essentially just um, explore any research questions I have with either Major League Baseball or on the college side, which is more on the college side lately. And uh, I have a YouTube channel that kind of helps people learn how to code in R, uh, helps, you know, helps those who kind of want to get into, say, working in the baseball analytics but don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So sure. that at least gives them a starting point of, you know, I have a video where it shows them how to download the entire – 2019 season of StatCast data. So that way yeah. they at least have a data set available. And then I kind of go through some like some other cool things like um, creating kind of like strike zone heat maps, um, plotting spray charts. And uh, yeah, right now the big project for college-wise is getting a full, completely cleaned out play-by-play -play file where it goes through the batter name, um, you know, base out state in terms of uh, run expectancy where, you know, having how many runners on base and how many outs there are, um, where the runners' the runners names count, uh, batted ball locations. So uh, very detailed. and Yeah, that's quite the undertaking. Yeah, I am almost there. But I feel like I'm pretty much like 75, 80% there to what I want it to yeah. be. So how did you even get into this? What's your background? Um, is this something you're doing? Is this more of a hobbyist kind of thing that you started and you want to do it more professionally? It, you know, kind of programming, is that like your, you know, your day job or you're in school and then this is your kind of your your own little personal thing? Or So what's your foundation? What How did you, what got you into this? So um, what got me into this, I will always say is uh, growing up, my dad would always come home with the Sports Weekly, which is like a newspaper that just, you know, displayed, you know, bad, you know, every team statistics. And I would try my best to memorize that. And then fast forward to around college is when I started kind of doing this. Um, I graduated in December, so recent grad, but I, I kind of, you know, find interest in doing this. So I want to keep doing this. Um, a lot of positive feedback from people who either used my, used my, um, kind of resources or um, wanted to kind of explore more questions and answer things along those lines. So um, I feel like right now it's more or less for me um, build it, like building a network because I feel like right now I'm just working on building a network with what I can do. And then I feel like later in life things will fall into place with what I want to do. Sure. 
So uh, there's there's a lot there you know there's a lot of references on the internet <clears throat> with professional baseball league stuff. I mean of course there's baseball reference and fan graphs and stuff. What what drew you to start doing more college stuff? Not only just college stuff, but it seems like you really hit some of the more smaller schools as opposed to doing Division One stuff. I mean, the stuff that I've always seen that pop in is stuff that you've done with NIA and Division Two mostly. So what what made you what drew you to working on those numbers? Yeah, so I feel like when I was kind of you know going through college stuff, I'm like you know this isn't really explored as much. So I started to do a little bit with D1, but then I'm realizing that you know D1 is being explored a little bit, and so I'm like I just nobody really cares. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but nobody really cares about non-D1 uh, in terms of stats mm-hmm. or... Oh, I'm well aware. <laughs> looking into more of those non, uh, you know, non-top non schools. So mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to be able to uh, explain that and kind of project a voice for those uh, non-D1 schools, those small schools, and to be able to say, hey, you can... I mean, the data's out there. Yes, it's a little bit harder to get by, but hey, if someone does, then maybe you know another person will get on to it, and maybe um, you know branch off of it is what I say. So there's a few people that's been asking, like, hey, what can I do with the NAIA data that you you know present? I'm like, whatever, yeah. whatever you want with it. I mean, that it's you know that data is there for you to see. Yeah, there's a little least well. It's got the the NCAA has gotten a little bit better, but it used to be very slow to get up. The NIA is usually kind of, it's usually pretty good, but there's a lot of operator error. At least I've noticed that, and I don't know if you've seen it as well. It's kind of dependent on whoever whoever, whoever the sports information director is, whoever's putting it up, kind of, you'll get some bad stats. But yeah, so, you're, and then you're not just being able to present this stuff, but you're developing apps as well? That's correct. So that way, um, you know, because if you try to look at, and you know, the NCAA stats page, you know, you can only really look at a player at a time or a team at a time, and then maybe the leaders. But I wanted to be able to have a way where you can centralize it and, again, at the non-D1 level, but D2 and NAIA especially, be able to centralize it and have it where we can say, all right, you know, we can say, here's how we're doing in conference, here's how we're doing compared to our conference opponents, um, here's this team's best hitter, um, here's the conference's overall best hitter, and you can kind of, in terms of like, you know, coaches, they can kind of game plan in a, in a way where you can create kind of these filters. Um, you can see like, okay, which guys are high strikeout percentage guys, which guys are high walk guys, so, and you can kind of infer that, you know, if they strike out a lot, they'll probably swing at bad pitches, and if they walk a lot, you know, they're very plate discipline oriented. So, yeah, I just building those web apps to be able to, you know, find information quicker. And in my in my limited time coaching, which is just one summer, um, I realized that coaching does take a lot of time. And so any way to kind of expedite that process, save that time for either scouting or game planning, I, I would say it's a huge benefit. Are you able to, like, kind of extrapolate where where – People are hitting the ball. MLB has so much stuff. I mean, obviously, because there's cameras and they can tell you the, you know, the speed off the bat and, you know, how fast the runners are going and all that kind of stuff. But are you able to kind of get more of, you know, so-and-so hits to the, you know, 
to the right side this percentage of time and you know are you, are you able to get kind of numbers which kind of which kind of demonstrate that yeah so i actually before obviously the season unfortunately shut down but this is my first year of kind of servicing out spray charts to the NAIA, where, um, again, it would just be all from that play-by-play in the NAIA from uh, individual team sites, obviously. Um, that, that seems the most reliable. So from individual team sites, I can pull out and I can look for certain strings where it says, you know, I'll have on my spray charts, this is where he hits the ball and then also say this is where you know most of his say doubles go triples on yeah, runs yeah things of that nature because i'm trying to remember what the lines look it'll say something like maybe double to right something like that unfortunately you can't you know get drilled down to the details like you know major league but at least you got at least uh scratch more than scratching the surface right you got like a zone to work with so that's essentially how how my spray charts work it's, it's set in zones so there's like um there's like uh, third base and then shortstop up the middle, second base, first base, and then outfield is uh, left field, left center, center, yeah. right center. All right, yeah, I can follow. Have, have some coaches been in touch with you or like conferences or anything like that? Uh, I noticed because I'm a stat head, but are you, are you getting some more, you know, some feedback from from people in the game? Yeah, I'm definitely getting some feedback from a lot of people in the game. Um, Especially on the spray charts level, they're like, "Yeah, this is this is like pretty much accurate." Um, you know, I I always get joy when I I know of two or three coaches for sure that have told me flat out with like your spray charts like get like helped us win the game essentially. Wow! Yeah. Because, you know they 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 shifted in like big moments, and what do you know? They hit right into the shift. Coaches, yeah, I mean, coaches absolutely love the feedback, and um, some of the, even some players are starting to kind of get into this kind of stuff, so, like, I had someone actually text me today, it was like, you know, I'm seeing all this data stuff from you, and I was wondering if you have anything from the NAI, I'm like, yes, I do, here you go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, so I can see all of my stats and everything, I'm like, yeah, you can, okay, <laughs> awesome. Are you able to get stuff with? I think I saw something today where you're talking about the park factor. Are you been? Are you finding those or measurements and include stuff like that, or is that something you're hoping to fold in? Yeah. So I actually uh, did a Twitch stream of that last night, and now I kind of made it a little bit more full scale, where uh, I have basically a function written in R, where you can get their any D1, D2, D3. Uh, schedule and then pull their schedule information and then my code kind of automatically parses out okay which games were home games how many runs did they score in those home games how many runs did they allow in those home games and then conversely away games how many runs did they scored in those away games how many runs did they allow in those away games and then I basically um, base my park factor calculations off a fan graph article which is just saying Park Factors Five Year Regressed. Uh, it's written in about 2016. Oh, okay. A lot of my formulation is from that, um, and then I make some adjustments to kind of adjust for the college scale because you know at the major league level you're probably going to play an even amount of home games and road games, whereas at the college level, you know 
some teams in the Midwest may play 50 games over a three-year span compared to like 150 on the road. Okay, so it's more kind of results-driven as far as like you don't, I guess you wouldn't have to do that anyways. Where you're, you're, you know all the dimensions of the parks and stuff like that, but you're more of just based on the park. This is a more of a pitcher's pitcher's field or a you know good for run or good for hitters that kind of stuff. Usually, usually it kind of checks out because then as like a checks and balance, I can see like the park dimensions, and usually, you know, they'll see that like um, one example I just recently had was North Florida. Um, they're a uh, very hitter friendly park i think 14% above average so i mean that's that's roughly like coors area and so i backed that up and i saw that um down the lines in left field and right field are 325 and then in the gaps are 365 so that's that's typically a little bit smaller than your typical park yeah so i mean it's that usually that that's how you can can be like okay that checks out. So if where can people see kind of the stuff that you're you're working on now? Is it mostly? I mean, I know you've done some stuff on Twitch. You have a YouTube. I mean, is there one place you can kind of go and then find all your links to your other stuff? Yeah. So right now it's just me being on Twitter, and then I have all my links. Um, right now I'm working on a website to kind of put all of that into one area. That way you can see all of my work, what I'm working on, Twitch, YouTube, stuff like that. But um, everything's centralized either around my name, which is Robert Fry, F-R-E-Y, or my Twitter handle, Robert Fry 40. So my Twitch and my Twitter handle are both Robert Fry 40, and then my YouTube's Robert Fry. Um, LinkedIn, also Robert Fry. So that's where I pretty much post my content, uh, things along those lines. Well, I think it's tremendous. I think it's fascinating. I love it. Um... You know, I, I've always been big in the numbers. The numbers don't lie. I think it's amazing. I think it's super cool. And I think it's really neat that you found, you kind of have a niche within a niche, within a niche, um, and you're really running with it. I will continue I to watch, and I, I think, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, like, one thing that I also presented on my Twitch stream last night was a uh, kind of a junior college database that I have um, where... I can kind of see, you know, which guys are uncommitted, and then I figured out how to extract if there's any video of them on, say, Flat Ground, which is the Twitter oh, version of, like, you know, you know, getting kind of these junior college players recruited where you can, you know, display video of their play. But, uh, yeah, and, I mean, it really, like, it, it, it's turning out a lot better than I expected. You can find them if they have a Twitter account. You can find them on Twitter. Um, you can uh -huh. Google for them as well, see if there's anything else there. But, uh, yeah, and then it displays all their stats. So I know at the junior college level, there's three different levels um, that are kind of separated. So there's the NJCAA, um, the CCCAA, and then the uh, NWAC, which is Northwest. Um, but I figured out a way to kind of centralize all three of them. And then within that app, it's basically set up to where – we can see, all right, this is their, you know, what percentile are they in terms of, say, you know, on-base percentage? What percentile are they in strikeout percentage? What percentile are they in runs created? So I have a runs created formula in there as yeah. well. And so it's it's going by four different percentiles where it's, you know, the bottom is like from 0 to 25, then it goes um, 26 to 49, 50 to 74, and then 75 and up. 
And then you can, you know, you got filters. You can sort by, you know, highest OPS with minimum, you know, 50 plate appearances. And, uh, you know, right now I'm almost there. Uh, I just got to double check the player IDs, but um, being able to branch, say, a 2019 junior college freshman to, you know, current year. Uh, junior college sophomore, so you can branch those stats together and be able to see, you know, if you know, he just had a great first year and then was struggling or struggling first year, but that's not indicative of his actual uh, performance. Gosh, I, I'm just, I'm sitting here with my jaw just dropped. I can't believe all the stuff that you're doing. It, it seems like you would, with all this information, you'd become a hot commodity for a major league team and, you know, was at, was, as them getting, you know, prepared for drafts. Yeah. Know? Is that kind of your end end game? Yeah, to some degree, yes. You know, getting within a major league organization would be awesome. At the same time. Yeah, well, it sounds like you're way ahead of the curve, so. <laughs> I appreciate that. But at the same time, um, it would kind of suck, too, because I wouldn't be able to post as much breakout. You're, you got to stay more tight-lipped instead of sharing it with everybody. Stay more tight Exactly. But not only do I want to help, say, you know, kids or uh, individual players get better, understand the stats a little bit more. I want to help people yeah. you know, say work in baseball, be able to learn a little bit more, and then I want to help coaches be able to kind of look at stats, understand what they mean, along the same lines as players. But yeah, I just I want to be able to kind of optimize um, usage of time and optimize, you know, being able to get better and then kind of increase curiosity. Because I mean, sure. I, I absolutely love when, you know, if I show, say, a player a stat, if they're asking questions, if I show a coach certain stats, they're like, what, what does this mean? Like, how does, how does this, you know, help with, say, winning games? Um, so, and I think that, thankfully, I have kind of, like regression charts where you can create custom regression charts, at least at the NAIA web app. Um, and then I have another, not a column, but a tab that says stat explanations. So each of, each of the stats, kind of the advanced stats that I display, I have like a little uh, explanation written down for them. And then as well, like a kind of a link to a specific player that I mentioned within that stat explanation to help, you know, bring the points forward. But uh, yeah. I, I absolutely love when, you know, coaches and players are like, how, you know, how, how do you do this? You know, what does it mean? How can this help us? You know, like, it's allowing them to, allowing myself to get better because I get better by being able to explain my points. And then sure. I can get better by being able to understand, okay, well, this is what it means. And this is how it can impact. Yeah, well, it's, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before it's more, you know, ingrained within the, the college game because obviously it's such a huge part in, in Major League Baseball. I mean, with, uh, you know, obviously the Moneyball and Astro Ball, those are, I think that's what it's called. I know there was a book on the Astros before, you know, of course they're a whole other deal now, but um, all, all dealing with math. And uh, I think there's one on the Pittsburgh Pirates I went through too. I can't remember. But anyhow. I think, uh, hold on, I, Big Data Baseball, there we go. Yep, 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 you're leading the way. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to say, oh, I knew him when. So I knew him when. I appreciate <laughs> that. It's, 
I found that fascinating. I know the first thing I'm going to do right now is I'm going to get back online and check out your stuff. Awesome. All right. Well, let's talk again later sometime, all right? Yeah, absolutely, Nick. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Again, a big thank to Robert for calling in and talking about baseball and stats with me. And a big thanks to you for listening to this. I really appreciate it. Till next time.